Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast with the Switch to Manual guys. I'm Antonio, and you know, I'm, well, I'm not quite by myself, but Tom is uh, still away. He's working. He's getting prepared to be married. I'm sure I'm outing him here, but he doesn't mind. I know him. Tom's a cool guy, but uh, he won't be around for this show. Uh, I do have a special guest. I'll tell you about him shortly, Um, but uh, Tom's busy. And uh, hopefully we'll have him for the 50th episode. This is episode 49, so I'm one o- we're one away from Magic 50. I think if we go past 50, we've made some sort of benchmark there. So uh, look for him on the uh, next episode. We'll, we'll be bringing that to you before the end of the year, I am sure. And uh, I also wanted to mention uh, prior to, I mean, after my last episode, uh, I told all you guys about the passing of my cat Hank and the finding of the new cat Opie and I just wanted to mention for those of you who are interested uh, I did get a lot of condolence messages from uh, listeners and people on Twitter and I just want to mention I really 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 appreciate uh, you folks sending me those that really helped me through a tough time and uh, I miss my little guy and uh, you guys uh, you guys were all really good in, in uh, cheering me up a little bit and giving me a uh, Pats on the back, virtually. Uh, and I really appreciate it. And just as a follow-up, our new cat, Opie, is doing really, really well. Uh, he's a pretty cool little cat, and you'll probably see some pictures of him if you follow me on <laughs> Twitter or Facebook. Uh, I like to take pictures of my cats. But uh, thanks a lot, you guys. That being said, I invited uh, my buddy, Max Okolsky, from the Shutter Time podcast with Sid and Mac uh, from... The old Great White North up there, our our Canadian cousin. So uh, Mac is going to hang out with me. Hey Mac, how are you doing? Oh, it's lovely to be here. At <laughs> least it's 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 warmer than than what it is outside right now. We're frozen. Well, you're frozen. I'm not quite frozen yet. We're, we're completely we're, frozen. You're frozen. Is it where the is it frozen where you can spit? It's, and it's minus eighteen. Let's put it this way at the moment. Is that Fahrenheit or that centigrade? is Fahrenheit? Okay. Okay. I, I, I actually went out on my phone and actually converted <laughs> because <laughs> if I started going, well, it's only minus 28. For us Philistines down here. In That's the, right. Then Lower I mean, 48, yeah. You you would get scared and people would be, you know, doing yeah. weird things. Yeah, I think we're like, I don't know, we're like 35 or 32 right now. And yeah, so I, I don't feel like complaining. That's not too what bad. Wait, isn't there a point? Where the like it gets so cold that it doesn't matter what the temperature is like. Uh, yeah, it, minus it, nineteen or minus fifty, it doesn't make a difference. Or or, or am I just now when it, when it comes to conversion to Fahrenheit, you mean? No, just in the way it feels outside. Uh. <laughs> or do you actually feel the difference? I mean, because I can imagine it's like minus fifty or minus thirty-five. That's a fifteen-degree difference. Can you actually tell the difference? Or like yes, you could actually difference? tell the difference. You, it's you okay. oh yeah. I was living up way up north of Canada, like above the sixtieth parallel, mm-hmm. and it got down to minus fifty uh, Celsius, and then over the weekend it went up to minus twenty. It was t-shirt weather. Seriously, really? it was t-shirt. You took off, you, you went out in a t-shirt and it was perfectly warm and it was just gorgeous, even though it was wow. minus 20 Celsius. So yeah, that difference, that 20 degrees makes a huge difference. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I really thought there was a point like, well, it doesn't matter. You're freezing to death one way or the other, but all right, I'll, I'll, 
I'm not sure I would go out there with a T-shirt and stuff like that. I got I can imagine it does wreck havoc on uh, camera gear. Yeah, it does. It it does have an adverse effects on on camera gear, especially batteries. Oh right, so you, that's why you that's use... why you want to shoot manual film. <laughs> well, I I do know that uh, if you bring film out into the temperatures too low, it can crack. Uh, that too. So you split. have to be yeah. very careful when you're winding the camera. Yeah, do it really slowly, as I That's recall. Right. Yeah. And the thing that, whether or not it's a manual or a digital camera, you still have to worry about coming into a warm place with your with your lens and getting condensation. Uh, uh, on your lenses, on your on yeah. your sensor, and God forbid, inside the camera. On the inside the camera, in in the sensor, or even in yeah. the uh, in the viewfinder. Yeah. So, what what do you do to com- what do you do to combat that with such extreme temperatures? Um. Personally, I yeah. try not to take pictures of those <laughs> temperatures. <laughs> really? Uh, well, I've been a couple of times. So basically, I, I, I just let the camera accumulate. And I, I never run into any any problems of condensation. Really? Taking them I mean, from, from minus 20, minus 30 degree weather into a warm car and then driving it home. By the yeah, time I, I mean, go home. One they, thing you got to do is you have to you have to let the camera's temperature change gradually. So like. Yeah. You don't want to walk into a warm place with your camera just sort of hanging around your neck. You want to, like, I guess, keep it in a bag or something, right? Yeah, that's what everybody says. Keep it in yeah. the bag. I've never run into that problem. I don't know because of, I was shooting five uh, Canon five D. Mm-hmm. Never had that issue uh, with the Fuji cameras. I've never had that issue. Uh, really? Really? Not yet. Oh, not yet. The, well, if you walk, I do know if you walk into a place that's very humid, you're going to have a lot of a. You're gonna have more of a problem than if it's not humid. If it's a dry heat, you're probably it, it okay. is it is dry heat. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty dry here. So, I mean, uh, I tell I can tell you one thing that when it's minus ten, minus fifteen Celsius, mm-hmm. and it's sunny and it's not windy, no hat, no gloves, it's fine. Really, it's wow. quite pleasant. Well, but that's what it is. Wow, that's an education for the so winter month is coming up for you people, and uh, you know, take care of your gear that way. You know, don't uh, just be aware of this stuff. And yeah, especially when you go from cold to warm. Yes, I've done that. That's yeah. I mean, well, I've actually done it during the summer. Strangely enough, there. Uh, that too. I know we're going off topic here. I don't even know what the topic is yet. Yeah, <laughs> um, I where was I? I was at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. I think I was in a. I was in a uh, very warm environment. I mean, uh, like a, um, what was it? Maybe it wasn't a warm, but I, I'm getting, I did it something backwards. I was like inside and I stepped outside. It was cool inside. It was warm inside. I, anyway, and I, I had the condensation start to appear on Build the lens. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was, a, it was during the summer. So I think it was air conditioning inside and it was summer outside. Yeah, that's what it was. It was air conditioning inside and went out into the outdoors and, my glasses fogged over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I realized that was a problem for my camera. So, anyway, well, anyway, I asked you here not to talk about the weather as much as we all like to do. It's the one common thing that everybody talks about. I bet cave people were talking about the weather, of course, when they were when they were walking in the caves. But I will bring us out of the caves and talk about photography blogs. <laughs> and, oh, and yes, yeah, and you just told me that you're. One of your recent shows, you guys were talking about photography blogs, and I'm 
not trying to. I wasn't trying to copy you. I haven't listened to that show yet, so don't strangle me. And I know Sid is listening. Yeah, Sid, don't kill me. I'm a little behind on your shows. But um, what what popped up for me, and I think I tweeted this out, and someone said, yeah, go ahead, rant about it. And I'm like, I don't want to make this show all about rants, but I do have some rants about it. Um, was, well, first of all, this whole idea of what a photography blog is and a, and uh you know, what, what's my problem with some of them and maybe just bring up some of the good ones, some of the not so good ones. Um, I actually don't want to bash anybody, uh, but something came up and what, what sparked the idea was that I was reading a blog and it was a, it was a review. It was a comparison of, uh, some strobes, flash lights, flash, not flash lights, flashes, studio flashes. And the photographer who was writing it, uh, it's a very technical uh, comparison between a, a high-end flash and an mm-hmm. inexpensive flash. And he was writing it in such a way that um, I could not understand what I was reading. And, you know, I appreciate, I do this too. I mean, I write reviews and nobody pays me and I post them and it takes a lot of work to write these things. And so I appreciate that this person did all this work. And yet, I still could not understand what I was reading entirely. And it took me a while to uh, sort of decipher some of the phrases he was writing and some of the sentences. And I'm not a, I'm not a grammar, you know, a grammar Nazi. Sometimes I am. <laughs> um, but, like, I kind of expect to be able to understand what I'm reading. And um, my wife's a copywriter. Uh, um a copy editor mm-hmm. and you know we've gone through these things where i i write something and i show it to her and she's like she marks it up with red ink and <laughs> and, and basically I, I rewrite it and i'm like wow it actually sounds better so my writing is starting to prove anyway photography subjects are very technical and to me you want to be uh, i think you want to be as clear as possible when you're writing about these things and i know it can confuse some of the people who are amateurs or not professionals when they're reading this stuff and they want to get the information. But in this case, it was, I think this was written more for professionals and I was having a hard time understanding it. And so I was like, well, I mean, I agree. And and when, when, when it comes down to technical, like reviewing a camera or comparing two cameras, right? You're getting into the technical nitty gritty, um, Mm -hmm. right inside the, all the, you know, processor speeds and megapixels and, gigapixels and wires and all that other stuff so you have to know how to write properly first of all second of all you have to choose your audience who is it written for is it written for noobs people who just starting off in photography or is it written for actual professionals that already know this stuff and will appreciate the technical jargon and all that um, right, other right. difficult words that that person might be using. Right. So, uh, yeah, I can understand that writing something like this, it's not difficult. It's not easy. I mean, it's easy to, to, to compare these because you have them in your hands, you put them on stands and you flash them and, and, mm-hmm. and you hope you get the special effects and, and the, the, all the stuff that you need to do. Um, but to put it in words, that's right. the difficult part. Right. And not a lot of people know how to write properly. I mean, I can't even speak properly. 
I'm going um and stuff and this and likes. <laughs> yeah. Like, talking like a 16-year-old teenager. Yeah. Yeah, I can, but, I can barely. Yeah, I can barely speak sometimes, yeah. as you've heard on my podcast. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Your shows are absolutely wonderful. I mean, the the stuff that you did previously on the, on your shows are just great. The okay. interviews you, you've got it, Pat. I mean, you rock, man. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'll be sending you a check. <laughs> <clears throat> In yes. uh, U.S. or Canadian currency. Bullet? Oh no, <laughs> that's even worse. Oh my but gosh. going back to the blogs, yeah. Um, first of all, one thing that we have to really decide on what is a, what what is a blog, essentially, because yeah, you what have is a blog because you have like sites like F Stoppers or Petapixel, um, that are essentially news aggregators because they 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 scour the internet on for other blogs to, to be other articles that are published and they just grab all that stuff over and they blog or they post those articles as they're, uh, as they're being posted somewhere else. So you're, you're saying that, uh, so Petapixel, a lot of people probably know people who are listening to the mm -hmm. show, people listen to your show, Petapixel seem to somehow rise to the top of, uh, photography websites. Let's start a, start off with that as a as a name because uh, um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't look at it and call it a blog necessarily. But you're saying it's a news aggregator. So, are you saying that their their content is not coming from people who, let's say, work for Petapixel? It doesn't look that way. It doesn't look it that doesn't way look because if you if you look at the article, it was. Uh, many times at the bottom of the article or the author, this article has been published somewhere else. This article has been published also at this site, and they give you links to those sites, right? And it's people writing either for different sites, and it seems like Petapixel just borrows the article, which is not a problem because, I mean, that's everybody does that, right, to get news going, right? Mm-hmm. To get I'm the, sure they ask permission too. Oh, of course, of oh, course. Right. It's yeah. uh, it's not yeah. something I'm going to borrow, in quotation marks. Right. Um, but because they they're borrowing all these articles from all over the place, they're borrowing some articles that are written better and worse. I mean, there's, I mean, like I said, English is not an easy language to 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 learn, right. and to speak right. properly. Uh, <laughs> it's a crazy language to learn, and to write in properly yeah uh, not only properly as in as in structurally proper but actually to make it more appealing so it's it's interesting when you're reading a blog it's interesting and mm -hmm. when you, especially when you're talking about a photo blog and somebody you know telling you about this camera or that camera it's like why 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 would i want to read about this particular camera when you're you know, your 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 writing is not interesting, mm -hmm. so it's not easy to write. So blogs are very very hard. I mean, sim simple example: Why don't you have a blog? Why don't I? Have, because it's it's bloody hard. Exactly to maintain that. Yeah, to maintain an interesting, uh, you know, day to day or you know every other day or whatever weekly thing to do. It's uh, yeah, that's not easy. I, that's probably one of the reasons why we came up with the podcast because it was probably easier to to record something like this 
than it was to actually sit down and write something because it feels like I'm writing a term paper. <laughs> you know? But, but I, 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 go ahead. Finish but the thing is, same thing with uh, vlogs right now, right? You, I mean, you have free YouTube, so everybody is, is, is doing so their a, vlogs. A vlog is... Is video. A, a, a video blog, right? Yeah, right. Which is basically—I basically, don't like that name. It sounds ridiculous, but I. <laughs> yeah, I think Leo Leo Laporte actually came up with that long really? time ago. Yeah, but right. not don't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a, a vlog basically is like a video entry. Instead mm -hmm. of writing it, you're sitting in front of a camera and you're talking to it. So that could be easier because I mean you're you're letting your thoughts go and you just go with your the way you talk and some people might find it much easier than than actually putting that all those ideas into cohesive uh, paper, right? Or article. Well, how is how would that be different? I mean, you know, we have a blog and then we have a news aggregator. So what would be? Is there a are there a news aggregator? for vlogs for photography vlogs so like would there be some place that's grabbing all these video things and putting them together into i don't know i've never i've never seen a, a, a news aggregator for vlogs um i mean most of the vlogs do live on youtube mm -hmm. so you can subscribe to the channels and just like you have a channel on youtube yeah, yeah, right yeah um you can subscribe to the channels and whenever a new video is being posted you get notified by youtube Saying that, hey, you know, you subscribe to this channel, so there's a new video mm -hmm. for you, so you can go and watch it and 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 have fun with that. So but, here's my oh yeah ahead. okay go ahead. No, I was gonna say so here's my rant. <laughs> I, yeah, was I was gonna, waiting for was that. Gonna, I, was, I was gonna come up. <laughs> so a place like Petapixel, and I've gotten a lot of great info from Petapixel. I mean, I th I think they they do a really decent job of. I mean, they're doing the work, the work that you asked me that I can't do someone there is doing it so i really appreciate it i don't have to pay anything for this mm -hmm. service that and petapixel is just the one that i'm mentioning there's there's a whole bunch of them but i'll just use them because they're probably the most well known so they're this news aggregator and they're perhaps grabbing uh blogs from other people asking their permission putting them on you know petapixel and i don't know what kind of if they have any financial arrangements with them but you know whatever but at that point they're the curator of what's on their site. And I kind of expect from a place like Petapixel or whatever to kind of vet their their stories a little bit better. And, you know, when I see something that's not written well or doesn't make any sense. Now, I'm not I'm assuming that someone actually read it because they decided to put it on their site. They didn't just look at it. I, well, I don't know. But I'm going to assume for the sake of the discussion that someone's looked at it and said, okay, well, we're going to put this on our site because it fits our standards, some of our standards, and be interesting and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes they don't do a, you know, a good enough job, I think. And mm, to me, I... if you're going to be an aggregator or a curator of information, I think it's really, really important that that information that you're giving out, that you're disseminating through your site, it makes sense and is, you know perhaps edited or, or dealt with somehow because it, it doesn't reflect in the whole site that or the whole, you know, uh, editorial structure that you guys are trying to set up 
then you get someone who's like, well, you know, they didn't write so well. They didn't make any sense. I mean, I found, okay, I, I found this on Petapixel, and this one I will rant about. Rant about. <laughs> uh, it was, I, I can't, I'm not going to even remember the title of it, but I pulled it out of the, uh, um, I'm going to quote it. So it was about, sh- I think, shooting in manual, of course. <laughs> and the thing started off as, what is shutter speed? Uh, the answer, the shutter speed refers to the length of time the opening in the lens remains open. To let in light, blah, 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 blah. I'll just leave it at that. So the, the, the part that I highlighted was the shutter speed refers to the length of time the opening in the lens remains open. Now, as a sentence structure, you know, grammar Nazi, I'm going to go crazy right there. Well, it's butter be butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what my wife says. It's butter be butter. Yeah. But then, you know, a shutter speed does not refer to, I mean, Tom and I would teach this, you know, obviously for people who are learning how to switch to manual. The shutter speed generally has nothing to do with anything about the lens opening and closing, unless you have what's called a leaf shutter. A leaf mm-hmm. shutter is a, is a shutter that lives in a lens, but m- the vast, vast majority of shutters that people are using, the shutter and the camera remains inside the camera, not in a lens. Now, would, would I, am I right about that? Am I yeah, right? you're absolutely right. Yeah. Right. So... If I was reading this as a photography person, and I, I obviously I, I looked at it and it popped out to me because I actually just skimmed these and I was like, oh, look at that. That's totally not right. Um, it's not right because there's no qualification for saying, well, you know, you have a leaf shutter and you have a, you have a shutter that's in the bottom. There's different shutters. But I'm reading this as, well, if I have a DSLR and blah, 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 I'm thinking, wow, the lens has a shutter in it. And it doesn't. It's wrong. It's bad information. Well, yeah, because I mean, uh, I've seen many ads. Uh, this lens is brand new. It already only shot, you know, five hundred pictures. The lens <laughs> the shot five hundred pictures. There's five hundred actuations on the lens. Like, does that yeah. matter? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were reading that article. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and you know, I'm not condemning them for you know. Again, like you said, it's a it's a hard it's hard work to create a blog and it's a hard thing to write all this stuff. And I know I've written reviews for my Mac.com. I've been doing camera bag reviews. I'm a little behind uh, in those, but I mean, I've done them and it's, you know, it's a lot of work to sit there and especially when no one's really paying you to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Generally, they're not getting paid. You might get to keep the bag or the thing that you're writing about, but it's not the equivalent of getting a paycheck most of the time. And so, yeah, it is a lot of work, but I kind of expect a little bit more of a, I don't know. Something. Something more of an editor ed- more of editing an editor, process? Yeah. You Again, know, but, but because the thing it's, is, it's it's technical information and I think it's very important that it be clear. True. The thing is when you look at uh you know a lot of aggregators are trying how are they how are they uh, creating income by ads. So they mm-hmm. want as many people as more as as often clicking on the on on the website. So I don't think I mean there's I can count a couple of times when we actually on on our show we we raved about uh, Petapixel because uh-huh. they posted a, some, some some kind of a stupid article that just didn't make any sense whatsoever. Haven't I been on one of those shows where we talked about? Uh, ah, it's possible. Yes. I, I, I mean it, I can't remember what we did on our last show. So, uh-huh. um, but when it comes to Petapixel, they just grab all the stuff out of the uh, uh, on the internet and i don't think there is any editing 
process going behind that. They just, oh, you wrote an article? Great. Boom. Thank you. Uh, oh, you wrote an article. Okay, well, let's, let's have five articles, six articles a day. So there's more people coming to our site, clicking on the on the, on the website so we can get more revenue because of the ads and which is which is fine because right. I mean well, somebody has to live off of it, right? right. Some, I mean we're not doing it. I mean there's only a few people that do it for as a genuine pleasure, right? And well, we all like to make money. That's okay. I mean, of course, I mean that against wants, anybody. Yeah. Of course, I have no no qualms. But unfortunately, in that process, you lose the fact, you lose the focus of where the money ends and where actual quality begins so it's quantity yeah. versus quality again right um, right and in some of these cases i find like articles repeating or similar mm-hmm. similar stories over the course of like a month and you'll say wait didn't i read something like that already it may not be the same story but it's the same you know it's in the same department and it's like well that's not new and i really don't care or perhaps the article doesn't really go into any kind of depth Right or it doesn't really answer a question or or something. It's it's missing something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you know you're talking about news aggregator sites. So like Petapixel is a news aggregator site. But I was like mentioning a few. I don't know if I call them blogs. I'm not going to call them blogs. I was just in fact in the show notes I put them down as good photo blogs. But I don't think they're all necessarily that. But like uh, you know, Photo District News is a very well known photography magazine and started mm-hmm. off in print and i was always buying it as a photographer and they're you know they've extended obviously online and you know they're not a news aggregator they're creating their own content you know mm-hmm. and so i mean they have people work for them i'm sure and maybe they're doing things like petapixel like posting you know reviews and stories and stuff like that but i i believe and I don't know for a fact, but I'm going to say they're different than Petapixel in the sense that, you know, they are probably helping to generate that content themselves. Where you're saying Petapixel is maybe not. Yeah, generating they, they the seem to. Themselves. Yeah, they seem to borrow a lot of stuff from around the internet. I'm not sure if yeah. they have an actual writing staff or not, but um, nonetheless. So I mean, that's that's to me a blog is is more of a personal journal style um, idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a few that I read uh, quite often. Yeah, like um, what? Uh, well, there's there's a couple guys out of uh, out of Vancouver here, out of the West Coast. One one good photographer is Olaf Staba. He's a great photographer. He uses Fuji camera, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested. But his writing is really well, really well done. Even for for a Polish person, his English his English <laughs> writing is actually very well done. So he he does write very well. And read, he's got great photos. A couple of his articles. I, um, I check out the blog once in a while, and I would, yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, and there's Ian McDonald that does very good. Uh, my co-host does a very good blog. Um, even does she doesn't post very often, but mm-hmm. uh, whenever she posts, the the articles are very interesting um, about wildlife and and uh, these type of things. So there's a few out there that uh, that you, are well you, written. What about you? You guys, you, oh you yeah, we do have a blog. I, I don't know about my writing style, or, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push my own blog. But um, well, why not? <laughs> well, it's because it is your show. I'm not gonna. I, I didn't come here to 
advertise myself. You can do whatever you want on my show. But uh, you can you can definitely go visit that that log. Yeah. I mean, I hope we're gonna link it somewhere in your in your I, show notes. I, I will probably do that if you're nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice enough to me. Um. So yeah, but but I again, it's it's hard work because. Uh, like we try to post between us, I'm talking from my from my experience, between me and my wife, we try to post at least once a week. And it's not easy. Um I think the last blog post is almost two weeks old. Oh really? So, oh. Yeah. It's 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 not easy because first of all you have to come up with a with a story. What are you gonna write about? Something that, that interests people, not just, oh, I went out there, took my camera, and took some pictures. Oh, because the sun was nice. Uh, you know, I try, to, I try to put some positive spin onto it and add some interesting things that people would actually be interested in reading, or if not reading, at least look at the pictures. Do you, do you like to put, I mean, do you like to put more like a personal twist on things? When you're writing a blog, uh, when you're writing your blog, I from say. time to time, depending on the on the on the on the pictures that that that, that precipitated the, the the actual blog, because usually the why we write the blog because we have some pictures to show off. So uh -huh. it's it I I try to put a, a a bit of a personal spin. It's it's like my journal. It's our it's our journal of photography. It's how we grow and how and what we do to to move forward. So. Let me ask you this. Would you recommend that photographers try to blog? I would definitely do that. Yeah. Because I find it, I find it, um, um, I like to hear or read when some, when I, when I'm looking at the, at the images people put up is yeah. why did you take that photo or what were your thoughts while you were creating the photo or, yeah, this is a great lens, and these are the examples of the of the photo that that were taken with that lens. This is what the lens can do, uh -huh. or something to that effect. Um, but like I said, blogs are not easy. They're usually cost money um, because you have to put in uh, not only your time and effort, but you actually have to have a some kind of a place to put the blog, uh -huh. right? So. Well, there's all sorts of places you can put them, right? I mean, you can. Well, it's true enough. I mean, there's blogger. There's a free blogger from WordPress, I think. Yeah, WordPress. Um, there's the uh, what is it? Tumblr, Tumblr. which is also a, a blogging style. Uh, Do you think idea. Tumblr's got a future? I mean, I know we're going off for a side side note here, but uh, I mean, I love Tumblr style on a on a phone or an iPad. But do you think it's worth investing? I'm so iffy about their future and it, it doesn't it, it doesn't have any um i don't know how they generate income yeah to tell you the truth and, and because the reason I, I mean tumblr I, is free right yeah so, tumblr is free and and i asked this because when you start a blog you actually start in, and, and you start putting in a lot of entries you start investing a lot of time mm -hmm. and energy and with a lot of these free services, and I can't remember who I'm remembering, that there was one service. Oh, shoot. There was one place I, I had put up a lot of stuff. Uh, it might have been an app. Oh, that, I, I think I know. I think I know which one that, that sort of told 
digital stories. I remember the one that you talk of. Uh, um, there was an old car. Yeah. Yes. And you, oh, it, it story, created a oh, story, and then, darn and then it. yes, yeah, I remember the site. I just can't and remember it, the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember it either. But I, I put a lot of effort into it, and it was sort of like a sharing site, and it's free, and mm-hmm. you know, it was like a uh, almost like an online magazine, and 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 they went out of business, and then. Yep. Um, you know the stories went nowhere, and there was no way for me to transfer them and stuff like that. So anyway, I, I, you know, when you said Tumblr, I love the way Tumblr looks on a phone. It's it, if you're going to blog, you're going to do photo blogs. It's one of the most simplest systems for blogging. Mm-hmm. Um, they're owned. Tumblr is owned by Yahoo now, I think, or was owned by Yahoo. And anyway, I I don't know what the audience is for Tumblr, so. Uh, while I agree with you, it's a pretty cool process. I would just say, you know, just be aware of that. But uh, WordPress is, you know, everybody knows what WordPress is, and you can go to word. What is it? WordPress dot org. Com. com, I think. Is it com for the free one, or is it dot org for the free one? Uh, well, the free one is called Blogger. WordPress's free system is called Blogger. Okay. Yep. Blogger. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, you know, all you need to do is put your name. Or whatever you want to call your blog, and it's your name dot wordpress dot com or your name dot blogger dot com. Yep, and you're and up. You're done. You're ready. Choose choose the way you, you want the site to look, and that's it. Yeah. Start going so, at it. Yeah. So it's not hard to put up a blog at all. No, it's hard to keep it up <laughs> because yes. I've tried. I've. I mean, my blog, from my experience, has existed since two thousand seven. Yeah, really? I wow. think. That's great. It's great. And I think it still sold the articles on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go back that far. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've bad. blogged on my site. I just haven't been consistent, and I haven't necessarily transferred over. I've changed my site a couple times. I never always transferred over the uh, all the posts. Um, but you're right. It is not an easy thing to do. And yet, if you do it like you're, like what you're doing consistently for nine nine years ish yeah something yeah, like nine that. years that's a really good run i mean it's a lot of you know magazines that don't last that long in the world so something's yeah, driving but, you but to do it then again you know with the with the whole idea at that time was that oh no everybody had a blog at that time so of right. course i had to be a sheep yeah. so bad i got a blog <laughs> And, you know, it, and it was really hard to keep up, you know, to, to write anything. And again, it was a journal. It was a journal for me. So it was a, just a jumble of thoughts and, and ideas and, and just a picture or two that sort of prompted the, the ideas. So, and, so here's, here's where the, 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 the stories were to combine is that you're writing, let's say you're writing a blog and it's personal and it's a journal and it's like, you don't really care how you write it, <laughs> right? It's it's not, you're not there to try to create some novel, but then a news aggregator site grabs it and their job isn't to edit your work because they're yeah, an aggregator. That's it's, true. They tarnish their property. The, 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 so what you're saying is I'm, I'm at fault at screwing off the Petapixel. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your I blame you. I've always blamed you. Gee. <laughs> no, no but because it's, it's, that's, it's that's true. I completely it's a combination agree. I completely see things. where you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we don't need to 
or I don't need to really rant at Petapixel if they're if they're doing this kind of stuff because it's really not up to you if you're writing the blog or me to cater to some audience. I mean, I'm not being hired by the news organization to write the stuff. I'm just doing what I want. And if I want to write a comparison of this flash system and that flash system and I'm not perfect, like who who the hell cares? Ultimately. Ultimately, uh, well, the people that are going to read the, and go away going, scratching their heads, thinking, well, like, what did I just read? That's the risk you take. I mean, I guess, you you know, you're going to get stuff for free, you know, you get stuff perfectly. Well, it's unfortunate, but, but that's, you know, that's where everything is going. It's, yeah. you know, you, can, you look at journalism. Because, I mean, I remember, I don't remember if you, well, you probably remember the, the big thing about journalism and bloggers. Because bloggers were no. not only photography bloggers, right? There were there were people out there who were blogging the news or the scandals or anything like that. And at the beginning, they were not accredited as, as actual journalists. Right. Oh, you're right. just a blogger. Who cares? Right. You don't work for New York Times. You don't work for, uh, you know, a proper newspaper yeah, or a publication. Yep. You're just a blogger. So but at now, one point... And now it's your your blogger. Well, we got to pay attention to you. Right, right. Well, the you know the three tech blogs that pop off the top of my head are Gizmodo, uh, Engadget, and Verge. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if Gizmodo or Engadget they both started around the same time, but they started off as tech blogs. I mean, I think they all people work for them, but they were a blog. And now, I guess you would consider them publication i mean online publications yeah it's, it's hard to say because a blog is is essentially an online publication right you could right. call it that way so i mean the the line starts blurring yeah. and i it's not my port i can bet you 100 bucks it's not my port that's blurring the lines yeah well <laughs> i did want to I, I i listed them also because photography being a technical thing that we do uh, those three sites are the you know big tech sites, and they tend to write a lot of um, ph photography oriented things. Like they'll they'll review cameras or camera equipment, and I've always found them. Let's see, this is going to be an overgeneralization, so please forgive me. And again, you know, all due respect for all three of those places. I mean, there's a, they put a lot of work in. I don't have to pay for any of that stuff. I just read it, and that's great. But I don't always I say trust. It's not the right word. Mm. What is it? I'm trying to come up with. You know, they'll write a. I think they wrote a. Someone wrote an article on one of those, maybe with Verge, about the the Fuji XT2 or something. And I read it, and I'm like, it was written from the point of view of like a tech person writing about a camera, and not a photographer writing about a camera. And it was an interesting point of view, but it wasn't the point of view that really. Um, I would use to determine Review whether or not I was going to buy this camera. Maybe if mm -hmm. I was a dentist <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to buy a camera, I happened to, you know, skim Gizmodo. I'm like, oh, this guy likes it. But it wouldn't be my primary site to go and say, hey, you know, you want to read about these cameras or this gear, you know, uh, photo gear, go to Gizmodo or Verge or Engadget. Those wouldn't be the uh, the photo sites that I would go, the blogs or Mm -hmm. websites, wherever we're going to call them. But those are going to be the primary places I would go to. And so I tend to look at those 
reviews and stuff like that with a bunch of grains of salt because, you know, I'm not sure. It's like if I if I read a story by Joe McNally and he's talking about, you know, a Flash but, system, I'm going to listen to him because Joe McNally knows about Flash and Nikon cameras and stuff like that. Right. And if he's talking about plumbing. I'm probably not going to listen right? to him. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's doing his adventures in plumbing. He might know everything we know. I don't know Joe McNally, so I mean, I'm right. just dropping that uh, the subject out of the thin air. But it's it's exactly the same thing, right? So I think I think also when it all comes down to is uh, integrity in journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all come down to journalism because I mean, there's so many websites out there that are just clickbaiting and basically allowing you to or luring the audience to come and click on the article. Right. So, they so I was going to say explain clickbaiting, but there's, a, there's, there's something about it. I want you to explain it. I want you to tell people who are listening. Well, uh, clickbaiting, it's, it's a very simple concept of basically writing a sensational type headline where there's really no sensation and it lures people, make them click on that headline so they can go into the website and actually say, Hey, you know, we have 2,000, 5,000, 6,000, 10,000 visitors. Mm-hmm. So give us some money, some money for advertisement because that's going to cost, you know, generate advertising right, right. for the website. Hate, so they, I hate, so I hate those. I, I hate absolutely them. hate those. But I feel like I get, I feel like I'm getting Rick rolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time I, that I was a good like, song. Yeah. I can't that was a good that. song. So I don't know why. why. <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> it's a good, I love this song, but it still feels like I'm getting, or what did I say? Hoodwinked is another. Yes. That's what it is. It seems like a better phrase, and and for young younger people who don't know what that means, go look it up. But it's hoodwinked. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't even know where that came from. It's a really silly phrase. But anyway, yes, yeah. So I, it comes down to journalism and, and integrity, and in your articles and the way you the, the the. I mean, you wouldn't have me do an article on plumbing. Because I have no idea anything about plumbing. I hate water in the house. (laughs) Uh, But when it comes to, you know, computers, hey, Uh I might have something to say. Photography, Mm, Uh maybe. But, you know, so that's why you have to choose the people that are good for 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 the job. So like you said, and gadgets or verge, you know, grab a, you know, a, Computer guy say here, here's a camera. Go review it. Yeah, it's a camera. It's light. It has a. You can mount lenses. It has buttons and dials and. Yeah, it takes pictures. Great. Thank you for the review. Now does that do anything for you? Does does does? I mean, anybody can do that. Right. Right. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first review I'd listen to though. Did I just lose you? No. Nope. Oh, <laughs> it's like it just went really quiet. It was very quiet. Um, I did want to mention. I I put a list down in the in the show notes for some of the I don't want to call them blogs, news sites. I don't know. I don't even know what to call them now. Publications. After this discussion, I don't know what we're calling. Yeah, them. exactly. It's just um, like I said, the lines got blurred. Yeah, I just wanted to go through it as a list, and I'll put them in the show notes. People know, and, and you know, a lot of you probably know these already. And this is nothing new. I'm not trying to find obscure things, but things that I, like. Oh, what you're talking about, Mac, is like you know, building up a trust with an audience, mm-hmm. right? And so, 
you know, these are sites that I've read a lot that I've begin to trust the people that are creating them and writing them or presenting them. And I go back to them more often than not and find them fulfilling in a lot of respects. So, uh, I just, this is in no order at all, but, uh, the New York times lens blog that they, they call it a blog has some great photo stories. Um, they're grabbing people from the New York times, you know, and other, uh, major photography personalities and, and posting their pictures. And, and they give a lot of airtime, airtime as it were <laughs> space to the pictures. Mm-hmm. It's a lot about the photography. Um, uh, someone who I'm going to get on this show, uh, Derek story. He's got a website and a podcast called the digital story. I love his, his website and I love his podcast. Um, he's, he's, taught a bunch of stuff on lynda.com i think i learned how to use aperture uh with him as being one of the instructors <laughs> yeah, and he was, he's done very well with that stuff yeah and he's got a great voice and he just relays his personal stories and i enjoy him immensely and so i've built up a trust listening to him so when he says something you know i tend to give it a little bit more weight um photo shelter is a company um, that has a blog and the blog could be a little self-serving at times because, you know, they're promoting their own company, but they put out a lot of publications that help photographers. Um, a full disclosure is that I have my gallery of imagery on photo shelter site. Um, but they've been around for a long time. They're mainly like, you know, you can put up a website there and store your pictures and, and, uh, work with clients, uh, access to your pictures and, and sell prints and a whole bunch of other e-commerce stuff, but they're really good to the photography community. And so their blog to me is something that, uh, I will go in and read occasionally because I, I like what they write. Uh, I mentioned photo district news before they're a great photography news site. Um, the, f- this is always a hard one for me to pronounce the faux blogographer. Have you? Red. I'm Polish. P H O B L O G R A P H E R. Phoblographer. Uh, he's got a lot of, or she, or them. They've got a great, a lot of great learnings there, and they haven't updated often. But I often find a lot of good. They might be a news aggregator like Petapixel. Um, so I found a lot of good stuff there. Uh, Digital Photography School. Um, being that we're switched to manual, I love to look up about stories about how to learn some of the basics of photography or some of the little ins and outs. Um, uh, so they're D- they always say DPS DigitalPhotographySchool.com. Uh, Resource Magazine online. Uh, Resource Magazine is a I, I wrote as a great potpourri of photo related articles. It's not just reviews. It's photo business, photo arts, anything related to photography and the visual arts and what was the last one here oh uh f stoppers i found that f stoppers they're they're a news aggregator right i think it's that's what it seems like at least yeah and uh i, I generally seems like, like they, they they pick their articles a little bit more carefully i think so i think they do so and i, and I read petapixel too because you know why not <laughs> it's I'm not you know that's it's how good I, to find uh podcast topics all <laughs> right, you said that once. Uh, like this one, I just realized. Exactly. This is a, <laughs> this is a podcast topic from a Petapixel article. Uh, yeah. Well, those those are the ones. I mean, I, I probably have a longer list of of 
uh, of places I go to. But um, the other thing I wanted to mention in terms of uh, aggregators is that uh, for those people who are on, I've mentioned this at the end of the our shows before, or I started recently, um, there's a app on the iPad, and I'm pretty sure it's on Android, and it's on the iPhone called Flipboard. Mm-hmm. Do you know about it? And even on Windows, too. It's on Windows? On the, yeah. On the Windows phone <laughs> or the Windows desktop? Windows phone, Windows tablets, Windows operating system, the whole shrank. Really? Mm-hmm. Flipboard. See, it's not it's not only on Macs, man. Well, I don't I don't think there's an app on Macs. I think you just have to access it through the through the browser and it's not a See? great um experience just through a browser, but let me let me Windows describe are it. better. Huh? Windows are better. Yeah. Okay. We have I, an app. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'll shut up. That's, that's okay. I, I I am beyond those arguments anymore. I actually um, I was going to say, my one quick little thing is I really liked Windows Phone when it came out because it was so different than the iPhone. It really looked like a, a different style of operating system. But It is. It's it's actually very cool. Yeah. I, I You know, I'm digging the new Surface thing that was announced a month ago. Yeah, the, the studio. T- yeah, the big tablet thing. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond the Mac and Windows argument anymore. I'm not, I'm not above it. I'm just like... Done with it. Windows, great. Hey, whatever, whatever works, man. It's get the work done. But uh, exactly, I, Flipboard is a first. First time I saw it was on an iPad, and it was a way to aggregate news stories, like an RSS feed. For those people you know who know about RSS feeds, it's just a way to gather uh, information um, uh, from different websites and put them in one place, uh, sort of like you subscribe to them. Mm-hmm. And Flipboard was a very visual way of doing it. It was sort of like a a, a visual a magazine that you could read on your iPad and it you know the pages flipped and you had these big articles with pictures and stuff like that but um one of the things it lets you do is curate your own magazine as it were really yes so i signed up for it not only can i get stories that i like to read in one place like a news reader but it, then i can take those stories and I can create a magazine from it. So I've created, uh, me and Tom created, we created a switch to manual magazine. And I created a street photography magazine. And what I do is I then go through articles that are interesting. So I might actually go through a Petapixel feed and I'll say, oh, that's a really cool story that I'd like to share with people who are interested in switch to manual. And so I will take that story and sort of what they call reflip it because it's called Flipboard reflip it into my switch to manual magazine. And so Tom and I have created this curated switch to manual magazine where articles that I think would be interesting to people who like switch to manual. And then um, my friend Keith Goldstein, who I think you mm-hmm. know from following. Yeah, from, your, po- from your podcast. From yeah, following podcast. He's the... a good friend. I have him and me are curating a magazine on street photography. And so he goes through and he finds, you know, during his time looking through the internet, he finds, maga- you know, articles about street photography. He posts them there and then I post them there. And then people can subscribe to us wow. and see our magazine. So it's like, an, it's like we're aggregate, we're curating other news aggregators news and so on and so on and so on. Well, that's very cool. It is really I'll cool. To, and I'll it's, have to look into it. Yeah, I would suggest you look into it. And I think anybody who's interested in like 
Um, I mean, when you talk about blogging, I think one of the great ways to get into blogging is to follow other people's blogs. Because often we're always stealing ideas Mm -hmm. from other people. By stealing is the wrong word. You get inspired by other people and what they write. And you say that it's hard to write something, and I agree. But when you're getting all this information from another place, you can often get inspired and then create your own spin-off stories and then, you know, create a curated magazine which people can subscribe to and that's another great way to get information out so that's sort of a long-winded story and i'm not getting paid by flipboard i, th- I just think they're a really cool uh oh, i have to look at your subscribe to your magazine yeah i have a whole bunch of them actually <laughs> i got one for fuji <laughs> uh i've got one for what i got fuji i got lightroom uh, photoshop certainly uh, science uh, science fiction anyway i got a bunch of them but uh, the ones I've spend the most time in. So where I'm, whereas I'm not writing my own articles, right? Which is yeah, hard. The, the, yeah, which is so you basically aggregating all that stuff. So you become Petapixel. I'm becoming a Petapixel, and I and I have a. I know in our street photography, when we have a, I don't know, I don't know what a decent following is, but it seems like a decent following of people who are subscribing to that. So, but regardless of whether you're blogging. Or aggregating, you need to be sort of keep doing it. And you said you're doing yours for nine years. I mean, I, I commend you for that. That's uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of time and effort um, to put in. Yeah, it's been it's been the while. Years. Yeah. So, but that's the one thing you keep consistent. But I I would also recommend, like you know, you did. I would probably recommend doing a blog because I think some of the most interesting things are coming from someone someone's personal experience in the photography world. Yeah, and and most of the most of the blogs are are, are free, right? right? So I mean they're they're free to read, right? Um, there's no subscription to them or anything like that. You might get bombarded by pop up saying, "Please subscribe, please, please, please subscribe <laughs> to our mailing list, please." But uh, besides that, usually everything is nice and free, and you can first of all look at beautiful photography. Uh, mm-hmm. When you go to to other people's blogs and actually read something interesting and actually learn something, because yeah. there's a lot of people that that might not be very well known photographers, but they have might they they might have some ideas that that actually might touch you and actually you know inspire you to uh, either create your own stuff or, or or write about it. And and how would you uh, how would you say a good way to find these? Um, blogs besides uh, the news aggregators because they're only going to pick the ones that are interesting to them but like how would you find the it's would, it's it's I usually latch on to photographers that I like I find them either on Flickr either on Twitter or um, somewhere else and usually they, they have some sort of website and some of them actually do have a blog attached to that website. You know, the gallery website when they mm-hmm. show out their pictures and here's my gallery. And so some of them will actually have an actual blog and they will actually keep it up. So um, I use an R I, I use an RSS feed um, because most of the most of the blogs will have an RSS feed. Uh, what does RSS stand for? Real simple syndication. Syndication. There you go. Yeah. There Don't ask go. me so why. Basically, basically, <laughs> what it does. Good job. Uh, yeah. What it does, it uh, it allows it informs the 
aggregator, the, the program that you that you use, Feedly, for example, is one of the better ones that, that, that come to mind, that there, somebody posted something new. Mm-hmm. And Feedly just sort of goes, oh, here's a new article. Here you go. And gives you most sometimes, sometimes depending on, on how you configure your website, they, it will give you, you know, 30 lines or first 50 lines of the article, or mm-hmm. sometimes it will give you the whole article with the pictures and everything else. So that's the way I, I find them. And I find them through basically following ph- other photographers that I like and then and, and seeing, you know, ser- researching the net and, and seeing if they have a website. If they do have a website, the blog, or subscribe to their to their blog. It's it's like having a free subscription to a magazine. Yeah, yeah. So. And, I mean, the one downside where, I mean, it's not a downside, but. You subscribe to Time Magazine. You you know you're gonna get a certain writing style and whatever. And, mm-hmm. and the blog is sort of blogs are I want to say the Wild West, but you're it's you're, almost you're, the Wild West. It is almost the Wild West. Yeah, you're getting a direct feed from someone's brain to your mm-hmm. brain, and mm-hmm. it may not be the clearest, but you know it it certainly is better than not getting it. I think so. And I think it brings us all together into into one because I mean, oh, absolutely. for the most part, you can you can communicate with that person. You don't have to worry about. I'm not going to write to the author of New York Times. Right, right. He's You'll just going to laugh through. at me. <laughs> right. I mean, you. Most of these people are just regular Joes, just like us. So you just send a comment or send an email and ask questions and have a conversation with, and, and you start knowing people that that you've never would have known before. Exactly. And it's the one way to keep the internet from only being about uh, people being crazy and talking nuts about stuff. Mm-hmm. Blogs. Find something positive. Po- something positive. Connections and uh, learning is is definitely what we're all about. So um, I, I would definitely say, you know, create your own blog if you can. And even if you just, you know, put up a picture a week and write a couple of words about it. I mean, that is enough. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to go crazy. And, it, and once it starts becoming a job, then you start to, if you think about it as a job, you need to step back from it a little bit and, you know, start tackling it in a different way, which is, I'm kind of saying that for myself <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, it, it ought not be a job for me. And, and I mean, I love blogging. I love sharing, you know, information uh, whenever I can. It was one of the reasons we came up with the, with, with this show is like, you know, we can't always be teaching our class all the time, but we want to start, still give out this information and love mm-hmm. for photography. And a, and a blog is, is certainly a way to do that. And there's so many different ways of doing it. Like you said, you know, there was Tumblr or WordPress. There's easy ways to do it on your iPhone or your Android phone. I mean, like you don't have to really put a lot of effort into it. Doesn't mean you shouldn't put effort into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. It's like with everything. You, you, you I mean, you, especially when you're, you're passionate about something. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, whatever hobby that you have, you're passionate about it, but, you know, put some effort also into it because nothing comes easy. It's, you, you if you put effort, it's going to come back to you. I agree. So. I agree. I well, think we uh, killed the blogs. <laughs> I think we got it. But that, yeah, no, this is great. That's kind of how I wanted it talk about this because i didn't always i mean this started off as a desire to rant but i know nobody really wants to hear me rant and it's really kind of gets old quick um but i did want to sort of talk about 
blogs in general and, the, and these websites in general. So I think that it, it came about really nicely. So I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly what I want to get across everybody. So Mac, I'm going to, I'm going to end it. Cause I know the next story that's coming up is my review. So I want to make sure we're balanced here, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to call it a, I'm going to call it a night here with this, but uh, Mac, I really, really appreciate you joining me for this. This was great. And thank you very much. And thank you for, for, for having me. And Absolutely. like I said, anytime, anytime you need uh, uh, another mouth to <laughs> spout, Okay. Um, I'm more than happy to, right, even right. if it's minus, minus 18. Here. Well, at least you're in, you're not outdoors, right? You're no, indoors. no, okay. I'm inside. Okay, great. Because if you were no, out- if, if I was outside, you'd be hearing a lot of teeth chit- chatter. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you'd be like that. <laughs> All right. So Mac, tell, tell us and everybody where we can uh, find you. Uh, well, there's two places, the easiest places. Uh, first my website, blog, journal, whatever, uh, it's called mixmedia.photography and the mix is spelled with the M I K S. Uh, um, yeah, it's actually, it's a play on words. I love it. Wife, I love so. it. Yeah. Um, and of course you can find us on, I'm a regular host of, uh, Shutter Time with Sid and Mac, a podcast that we have been finding for God, five years, almost six years now. That's great. That's great. It's scary. It is, but uh, I really enjoy listening to you guys. You guys have become our friends uh, just through the podcast and then in real life at some point we met. And And, and vice versa. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. So we were talking about connections, and so uh, I'm really grateful for this connection with you guys. So, yes, the Shutter Time uh, with Sid and Mac podcast I recommend highly. And uh, sometimes a little uh, spicy conversations. <laughs> I, I know, because I've been part of them. So. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be civil around here. Yeah, so you'll hear a different side of me on your show sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that. I love being on your show. So, yeah. And and that's what shutter time uh, and the, and mixed media website? and that's about it and all, all that twitters and flickers and instagrammers and book faces that's all on all those sites. Awesome. So if you if you go to one or two, you'll find them both. Okay. Find everything. Well, excellent. I'm I'm honored that you joined me and uh, so thanks for sharing the evening. So thank you. All right, that was great. So you can find us at our site, switchtomanual.com. We're also on Twitter at switch, the number two manual and switch to manual. And while you're on Twitter, you might as well follow me at AM Rosario and Tom at witness photog, P-H-O-T-O-G. We also like to spend a lot of time on Facebook. And, you know, if you guys listen to us on iTunes, could you please give us reviews and star ratings and stuff like that on iTunes. It helps get us more noticed. We'd really appreciate if you would rate us on iTunes. Also, I'd like you to invite you to subscribe to our Switch to Manual Flipboard magazine. So go to flipboard.com slash at amrosario, and there you'll see some of the magazines I have uh, for Flipboard. One of them is Switch to Manual magazine. You can subscribe there. It's a really good uh, magazine platform for uh, tablets and uh, phone devices. And Tom and I uh, curate articles about uh, manual photography there, so go join us there. 
Also, on the Switch to Manual site, we offer portfolio reviews. You send us your shots, and we send you feedback and tips about your work. There are three paid tiers and a free 99 version, although the free 99 will be retired soon. So I'd give you a, you know, hurry up and get a shot there. But uh, basically you send us our, your pictures and uh, we will give you some feedback on them. And it's a great way to help support us at our Switch to Manual site. Uh, also, we have started a YouTube channel uh, with tip casts, little videos that uh, have little tips and tricks. Um, you can subscribe there and we'll be publishing more of those as uh, time goes on. So check us out there and uh, you can get to us. Uh, you can get to that from our website. Uh, uh, we don't quite have a YouTube channel yet. Also, if you do like what we're doing, please help support the show by donating via that little PayPal button on both our show page and our Podbean page. Uh, we'd really appreciate you guys if you were able to throw some chump chains in our direction where we support the show by ourselves. And if you do like it, you know, you can always throw us a tip through PayPal. And at some point, uh, probably uh, next year, uh, or early 2017, we'll be starting to sell our prints on our site. So it'll be another good way to support the site by buying some of our pictures. So anyway, with that being said, uh, we got one more show until episode 50, and uh, then we'll have a new show starting in 2017. So thank you for joining me and Mac, and see you later, and adios. Adios.